Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to get to our NXT recap in a little bit, but man, this morning has been uh, kind of jam-packed with news. We've got some releases uh, we've got a brand new AEW Dynamite show and a huge shift in channels for yeah. Dynamite. Uh, where do you want to start, Larson? Well, let's start with these releases. Um, the information's still coming in about names, so we'll monitor throughout the show. Uh, we'll start with this. Uh, so after weeks of rumors that NXT ref Drake Wirtz had some massive, massive oh, yeah. heat backstage, heat. Uh, Sean Ross reporting, he has been released by WWE, so uh, Wirtz has made several recent appearances, both in person and virtually, at Seminole County board meetings, speaking out against local mass mandates, mandates and citing conspiracy theories while doing so, including once, I think on a Zoom call, he was wearing like an NXT polo shirt. Yes. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well, well, so, yeah. Uh, well spouting John, crazy conspiracy theory yes, stuff. Yes, all sorts of crazy, crazy stuff. So uh, both John Alba and John Pollock confirm uh Wirtz release with Pollock noting that there were other cuts as well. So since then, we've gotten uh, reports on some names. Uh, Sean Rossap uh, mentions Alexander Wolf, 
Kavita DeVee and referee Jake Clemens. Uh, PW Insider is reporting uh, Jessamyn Duke, Vanessa Bourne, Skylar Story, and Ezra Judge also being released. And then PW Insider is uh, reporting that budget cuts are apparently the reasons uh, wrestlers are getting released. Well, most of them. I'm about Drake words. I'm having a feeling that's not budget related. <laughs> that's probably not budget related. It is a shame for all these people. We saw Alexander Wolf basically jumped out of uh, 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 Imperium last night on NXT. It's yeah. one of the big story beats there. Um, so that that is a bummer. Um, I've always been a fan of Alexander Wolf, uh, Insanity, and then in Imperium. Thought mm-hmm. he had a very unique look. He's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he finds his way as do. Everybody else that uh, was released due to these budget cuts, if that is the case. Uh, as far as Drake Wirtz is concerned, this seems uh, like a long time coming, like you sort of mentioned. Yes. Uh, we didn't go into details, but uh, I would highly recommend checking out John Alba's Living the Gimmick uh, uh, Patreon uh, because, you know, there, there is there is an extensive write-up on Wirtz and the reaction backstage. I won't get into the details of it, but needless to say, it's – shockingly unfavorable. I mean, it's yeah. there is some bluntness in these quotes from his sources that really need to be read to be believed. Yes. Um, um, he but just he was some not well-liked. Same details included in his uh, Living the Gimmick post on Patreon on his Twitter feed. So. Oh, he did? Okay, yeah. So je- yes, definitely check out John Alba on Twitter. Check out, check out uh, John Alba, yeah. But seemingly, this is, this is going to be uh, something that... Uh, a lot of people backstage are going to be happy with, you know, him not being there anymore. He was just an XT last night, um, yeah. but evidently he's not going to be there any longer. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, like I said, it's interesting that he even stuck around for as long as he did, given yeah. the stuff that he was uh, involved with. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, let's talk about AEW and yeah, we're going to be monitoring the release situation. Yes. Uh, uh, as, uh, the hour goes on as we review NXT, uh, because there might be more, um, you know, uh, Jessamyn Duke and, uh, uh, Vanessa Bourne are probably two of the more high profile names that were released as well. I always thought that Jessamyn Duke had a really, really great look. She looked legit like a fighter. She was a fighter. Um, and, uh, and I know she was doing some stuff with up, up, down, down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always thought it was a shame. I mean, just based on her, like, I don't really know much about, I know, I think Karen's in chat here. I don't know really much about how she was coming along in the development of her pro wrestling skills. Um, that might've contributed to her being sidelined. I just, I don't know. Um, she had a great look. I thought that the potential for, uh, you know, the four horsewomen of the MMA was always an interesting one, but evidently that just didn't pan out. We haven't really seen out, yeah. a whole lot of Marina Shafir either. Mm-mm. Um. So, uh, Freedom KME says Duke had both of her elbows busted. That's interesting. Oof. I had not heard that. Yeah. Um. Uh, Karen says she was progressing more than Marina, but it seems she gravitated to digital up, up, down, down when they stopped using them. That seems to be the case. Yeah. That's going to be the case. Um, um, and then yeah. Vanessa Bourne, we had heard that yeah, she, was she was getting a call. That she was called up. Yeah. She sort of got and, stuck in that weird limbo at the same time as, like, I think Santana Garrett, DiJack. Mm-hmm. They were sort of stuck in a uh, Chelsea Green. They were all stuck in sort of a limbo. Like a call-up mm-hmm. limbo, they brought Dijak down to get murdered by Karrion Cross, and then back up to be T-Bar. Um, and then we've seen Santana Garrett here and there. She, uh, she showed she up at some point. Made roster capacity, didn't she? Didn't she like job to somebody? High pro, like was it like Nia Jax or something? Like that? I think so. I think so. 
that sure it's an, easy, it's an easy Google search away. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but so, yeah. But no, Vanessa Bourne, um, you know, again, great look, good personality stuff with uh, when she was doing stuff with, I believe, Aaliyah in NXT. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, again, who knows? Who knows the reason? Maybe they felt that they do. They had signed a lot of people, especially to the women's division. They do have a very crowded women's division. Yes. Maybe they just felt there was some redundancy there. Uh, you know, hopefully she'll she, I, mean, I imagine she's got the talent and the charisma to, to, to do what she wants to do. Yeah, out there either independent definitely. circuit, AEW, wherever, or if she even wants to continue yeah. to pursue that. Definitely. Santana definitely. was in the Royal Rumble this year. That's that right. travel girl brings that up. Yeah, that's Thank right. Thank you. Thank That's right. Uh, let's move on to AEW news briefly. We'll be doing yeah. our Dynamite recap tonight, but they had yeah. some huge news today. So it looks like Dynamite is on the move. Deadline is reporting that the show will be moving to TBS starting January 2022. Um, they've also announced that the long-rumored third hour of AEW television, it's be called AEW Rampage, mm-hmm. set to debut Friday, August thirteenth, ten p.m. Eastern, I'd assume, seven p.m. Pacific, mm-hmm. yeah. on TNT, and then also AEW will produce four specials each year as part of this new deal. Um, I don't remember if it's here or elsewhere. Um, uh, Clash of Champions is brought up as yeah. kind of a, a template. Yeah. Makes total uh, sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just following the old WCW thing. Uh, yeah, no, it makes total sense. They've got four pay-per-views instead of, you know, doing special episodes of Dynamite. Now they'll just do these special, basically, you know, TNT specials. So uh, that makes a ton of sense. And so now we'll have basically eight special events every single year. Plus, they'll probably still do special episodes branded of of Dynamite. Yeah. And then whatever yeah. this Rampage thing is, uh, I mean, they already have... Uh, about four additional hours on YouTube in addition to Dynamite. Yeah, sometimes five. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes they're, yeah, they're longer. But, you know, Dark and Elevation obviously have their purpose of, you know, padding the records of their signed players and getting reps in for everybody, showcasing who's going to be the stars of tomorrow. Um, also uh, using it as kind of a, 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 a means for unsigned talent to come and show what they got and if they you know, potentially impress who knows what's going to happen, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. As we saw with Will Hobbs, Will Hobbs was on, was on uh, uh dark for a while, mm-hmm. signed, got signed to a deal. And now he's a member of team Taz. Yeah. So. I would not call unless look, if you're it's, it's there, if you want it, I rarely, rarely watch darker. Elev- I've never seen elevation. Uh, I only watched, watched the first one. I watched dark yesterday uh, to see because uh, our friend Cal Jack and former going in raw co-host, was uh, advertised as having a match with Danny Limelight. That match did not air. Uh, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer uh, noted that uh, that match and uh, Ren Narita versus Royce Isaacs was also taped and scheduled to air for yesterday. That match didn't happen as well uh, on the broadcast. Uh, and he reached out to AEW and said that the Ren Narita Royce Isaacs match would be taking place next week on either Darker Elevation. I can't remember which, mm-hmm. um, if he even uh, specified. Um, but he said no word on the Caljack match. So, you know, keeping our eyes open for that one. Hopefully it airs next week. Yeah, and I hope so. th- These things happen. I don't know. Um, I know that they have been making a push, from what I understand, they've been pushing Danny Limelight quite a bit on the Dark and Elevation brands. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, so it would surprise me if that didn't happen at some point. But I guess you never yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I want, I want to see, I want to see our dude Cal Jack 
throw some Heck throw yeah. some people around. I want to see some gut wrenches. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, as for what Rampage would be, I mean, it's gonna number one is gonna air after right after SmackDown finishes on uh, the East Coast yes. on Friday nights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but also like on the well, that's right. Yeah, on the West Coast. Assuming they, they follow the same template I would they think do with they would. Dynamite, it'd yeah. be 7 o'clock on, on the West Coast. It'd be right before SmackDown. Dynamite airs at 7 o'clock. Yeah. 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, this is 10, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. So right before SmackDown here, right after SmackDown on the East Coast. Oh, yeah, because SmackDown, we just... Well, yeah, I mean, if you... Yeah, that's right. I think most people... Watch just the West Coast feed if you live on the West Coast, you know. Yeah, you're probably right. We <laughs> we, we endeavor to watch the East Coast feed. Um, so uh, so yeah, that's uh, what what do you think? I mean, it's, I I don't think it's going to be another form of. I, they're not going to put a bunch of jobber matches on 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 main TV. Um, baseless speculation. You hear the name Rampage? What is this going to be, Larson? Uh, AEW Underground, uh, shoot fight style matches. Good. Um, I like it. That's good. Uh, you know, uh, maybe some sort of uh, not quite an octagon, maybe some other uh, polygon-shaped ring structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, let's go from there. A, like a, a dirt field, like a dirt that's good. just that's area good. where they're outside. You know, how about this? How about this? Like the show club. is run by Death Triangle, and all the matches take place not in the octagon, but in the Death Triangle. Yes, with the dirt floor. Yes, I like it. Or how about this? They go to the Bermuda Triangle on a barge. Okay. And maybe the barge exists and maybe it doesn't because it's in the Bermuda yes. Triangle. Maybe it'll get swallowed up by the sea. That could be. Or Mid-match. by alien forces. Because that's a thing these days. Um, on top of everything else. Uh so yeah, I mean we'll fig we got a couple months to figure out. Are we gonna put off our SmackDown review for an hour? I, I, okay, I'll put it this way. If Rampage is like must watch continuity viewing, then I guess we could just cram them both into one show. I hate doing that. I hate yeah. cramming them both into one show. Like we kind of do that here with the NXT recap nowadays with News Brief. That's because nobody really watches it. If it's just an NXT show, we could cram a bunch of cool news in it. They'll watch yeah. it. Business. I guess we'll just, you know, it'll have to be a, a wait and see thing. I think we'll check out the first episode. Maybe we'll do it the first time around. If, if Ramp, well, I mean, Rampage, I'm sure the debut episode, they're going to pack it. It's going to be like Thunder, watch. isn't it? They just I pack mean, it. Yeah, then three weeks later, it's, it's, it's you know, the obvious B show. Did this say, did this think say it was going to be live or taped? Let me check. Because if it's taped, I would gonna guess be, taped. It's going to be Kevin Nash with a whiteboard all over again. That's just my my guess. Mm-hmm. They are they'll add an extra hour of taping, you know, every week. Mm-hmm. But that's just speculation. Not, nothing in here. Uh, I see about it being live. And then the other huge concern, obviously, is you've got the TNT title with the giant TNT logo. The is, show of the TBS. Are they going to just change that to like the Warner Media title, so that regardless if they get moved to HBO Max? Uh, Discovery Plus now. You know the thing about TNT that's dynamite. You know, so it, it it's 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 fitting. But if if you call it the TBS belt, that's terrible. It's bad. You can't have very funny on the title. 
They should honestly. They should just call it the TV title. Yeah, that that'd be cooler. And then put a giant TV like a. Uh, yeah, like, like the the TV belt we had in uh, uh, Weep Across. Honestly, the fact that more people are not just coming at us with like, hey, guys, we need ideas, and we watched We Book Raw, Warp Speed, Light Speed, Raw Gate, Raw Gate Mutant, Ice Cream Man. I mean, there's just five brilliant ideas I just TV title with a TV on the belt. <laughs> brilliance. Just sure brilliance. Sheer brilliance. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an overlooked uh, uh, source of ideas. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. People could just have them. Just have them. Yeah. Yeah, we're not asking for money. We just want to improve your programming. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, speaking yeah. of programming, let's talk NXT. Yeah. Uh, yeah fun show. Really good main event. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I'm really good. happy to see that Bronson Reed got himself that North American title. Um, I was hoping this would happen a while back. I think I picked him to win the ladder match when they had to vacate the title. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. How'd you like that? Uh, how'd you like that prime target? Remember, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, "Man, Io Shirai and uh, and what was it? Io Shirai and Beth Phoenix had that sit down interview, and they were looking at the footage, and I was like, "Man, they should really do more of that." I didn't mean every single week because between that and NXT UK, Tyler Bate and A Kid, and I think there's been one other time they've done it, and then prime target last night. That was pretty funny. Like, oh man, they're really going to that well a lot. Thought oh, it was I a really, the, thought it was a really good prime target. It was really well done. I liked I liked how the the first words out across his mouth were essentially roll the footage. Yeah, let's yeah. see this footage. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that stuff. I like that stuff. I liked crossing this quite a bit. Walter did Walter and Rampage do that? No, they just talked to each other. They just I think they just I think they just talked to each other. Yeah, that's why you don't I didn't respect you because you don't, you know. You, you don't respect the ring. You don't respect the mat. The mat is sacred. The mat no, is I thought sacred. the prime target was, excuse me, really, 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 really good. No, that was good stuff. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, there was a couple of killer matches even besides the, uh, oh, man. Dude, can we talk about Top Dollar? Yeah. Talk about the perfect first, I mean, specifically Tony Nese throwing, being able to throw himself around to make Top Dollar look place, like Top Dollar. Like that first, when he just like grabbed him by the wrist and chucked him. Oh my great. God, that was great. That was great. That was fantastic stuff. That was so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of Hit Row. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into it. It kicked off with Tony Storm versus Zoe Stark. Uh, Stark starts off really fast, hitting a fun splash over the top to the floor on Tony. Missile drop kick on the inside. Tony dumps her to the outside, hip attack against the stairs. Really good stuff back and forth. Uh, Zoe Stark kicked out of the Storm Zero, mm-hmm. and then Tony Storm uh, debuted her new finish, the Ruby oh, Cutter. Yeah, which we found out about because one of her trainers tweeted about it. Yeah, tweeted about it because people people were going to him and saying, "Hey, Tony used your finisher," which he just debuted in January. 
I'm trying to get his name. Do you remember his name? No. But then he tweeted that she asked Dean Allmark. Dean yes. Allmark. That Tony asked permission and and he just said, Hey, just you know, instead of doing the STO into a cutter, do an STO into a, a DDT. Yeah. So apparently he was getting people his way, you know, saying, Oh, look at that. And he was like, uh he says, even though she didn't need to, she asked my permission to use the Ruby cutter. I suggest that maybe she do a DDT version so as not to step on any toes. Uh, so I just thought I'd rec- set the record straight. So that's 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 a cool little is mm-hmm. some, some insight there. Just like it was one of those moves where it was like, holy crap, what was that? Uh, didn't see that coming. Not at all. Not a at really all. terrific match. Both people yeah. look like a million bucks. Totally. Zoe Stark has been a, a, a really welcome shot of energy into oh, the man. NXT Women's Division. She's really good. Terrific. She's really good. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Legato Del Fantasma interview. Uh, first thing, uh, Joaquin Wild and Realm Mendoza are asked, where's Santos Escobar? Wild says, don't worry about it. We want to talk MSK. Uh, when are they getting their title shot? They challenged him two weeks ago. They beat him already. When is Regal making the match? And then Ciampa and Thatcher walk in. Uh, Ciampa tells them not to get ahead of themselves. Last they checked, MSK has never beaten Ciampa and Thatcher, and neither has Legato. And then uh, Raul says, well, that could change tonight. Wild says that they beat every team in XT. They'd love to add that to the list. And then Thatcher tells them the cat has uh, two shoes or no shoes? Legato, no Tienes Zapatos. Doesn't have shoes. No shoes. And and Legato, they say, well, that doesn't make any sense. And Ciampa says, sure it does. Sure Challenge it does. accepted. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, after that, Cameron Grimes shows up, hands his keys to Atlas, Jake Atlas, who's milling about with some friends. He gives him back, says DiBiase already has that spot. And uh, and then uh, Grimes challenges to him a match, basically. Uh, after that, we have uh, Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. They're getting – it's a spa day for them. Spa day. They're getting their facial massages. And uh, uh, I didn't see – so did Loomis sneak in? Or is it, did, did, was he framed out and then it was revealed? He was framed was out. That's okay. my understanding. He was framed out and they go you know to a, a shot of him. And he's uh, one of the two people doing the uh, – facial massage or whatever it was yeah and then uh they he gets sad and stalks off when uh you know they they say that he's a loser because they're they're bonding over what indy thought was his snub of her yes uh yes. after that we had prime target prime Bowler target cross two. the it was great interesting was the inclusion of a bit from paul Heyman. yes Saying yeah. everyone on SmackDown has an interest in this match, even the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Is that some foreshadowing? Could be because Cross uh, Balor's going to lose this thing. Yeah, you think? Boy, that'd be sick. If he knows a SmackDown, oh my gosh! Yeah, Finn versus Roman, that could be a good feud. Wow, that'd be a good SummerSlam feud. Mm-hmm. Um, says it's too close to call, but it's just interesting. You know, by and large, they keep these these packages. You know, pretty. You know, just just it's NXT people. Mm-hmm. You know, and just the inclusion of Paul Heyman. It seems, yeah, I'm guessing it wasn't by accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I hope that, so. I hope you're right about that because that would be that'd be killer. That would be pretty cool. Uh, after that, Jake Atlas versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, Grimes interrupts his own music during his entrance. Drops a promo says everyone thinks it's funny that Ted DiBiase keeps embarrassing him, but wait until you see. Uh, the real Ted DiBiase, and he throws to a video package of a bunch of instances where DiBiase was either losing matches or being embarrassed on WTV back in the day. 
Um, and when that's over with, the crowd's chanting DiBiase. Uh, and then Atlas hits the ring. Uh, or sorry, Grimes hits the ring. Atlas kicks him out. Go to commercial. Uh, come back. Match continues. At one point, DiBiase's limo arrives at the CWC. Uh, I noticed there was a lot of talking going on during this match. Oh, between Grimes and Atlas. Yeah, isn't Grimes typically kind of chatty during matches? I thought I think you've mentioned that before. That dude will yell spots out. I heard Is knee it? at one point, and what happened next was a knee. I there has not. I don't think there's been a Cameron Grimes match that I haven't heard him call. Like uh, him and uh, who was it? Um, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it, dude. I he he like it was like for a good three moves straight. He was just okay now. Clear crank up, day. crank up, crank up. Okay now, down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was, Chair. he was narrating. Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. And it's funny um, because it's always like obviously it's like in his shoot voice, so it's like okay, Jeremy. Oh, that hair, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the finish of this saw uh, Grimes hit his shooting star press slam. He set up for Caven. DiBiase's music hits. He walks out to the stage. Of course, Cameron Grimes is distracted. So Atlas rolls him up to get the win. And then DiBiase's laughing, walks off the stage. Uh, Grimes is then hit off the apron by Atlas, and then he starts going backstage looking for DiBiase. He makes his way out to the parking lot. He's trying to get into DiBiase's limo. Mm-hmm. Uh, DiBiase rolls the window down, says, hey, you're not that bad, but you're no million-dollar man. Ha, 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 Still don't know where they're going with this. Yeah, I don't know. I really want them to team up, to be honest with you. Uh, after that, we had a Pete Dunn interview. It was a sit-down interview with... Crap, what's his name? I forget his name. He's I good. could find out. He's there cool. was a brief a brief Bronson Reed promo before this. He was talked about it. It was just like the, the Oh, yeah, there was, yeah, there was a life. cool video package for it. Yeah, 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 that was great. <clears throat> yeah, it was cool. Good talked about him. You know, he's been uh, doing... His debut match was 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. They showed like a still of it. Uh, and so, you know, it was all about his careers leading to this moment. It was good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good stuff. So it's Arash Markazi. Thank you. Uh, so uh, so he asked him, you know, hey, Pete, you've called out everybody. Is there any one single guy that you're interested in? And he lists everybody. He says, well, first there's Kushida. I've already beat him. That title, it's mine if I want it. Walter, unfinished business, my brand over there. That title's mine if I want it. And I'm like, whoa, buddy. Uh, talks about Gargano. He says, what happened? We got in the ring. I beat him. I know the North American title could be mine if I want it. And then he says, I mean, it's all just, it's like, you know, it's a foregone conclusion to him. But then he brings up cross and he's like, you know, why wouldn't I go after the main title? That's eluded mm-hmm. me up till now. So, uh, that's probably where he's aiming. Uh, he's asked, do you believe you, do you believe that you do not get the respect that you deserve? And he's like, I don't care. Find a bad match of mine. You can't. Uh, he talks about his style, how he tries to blend in other styles with the British wrestling style. Talks about Fit Finley being an influence. Uh, he's asked about having the fans back. And he says, you know, seeing people react to what I'm doing helps. Uh, who doesn't like to imagine what it's like to have your shoulder bent shoulder bent the wrong way? Uh, if you're out in the fans, it really feeds what he does. Mm-hmm. And then he's finally asked, where do you see yourself five years from now? Uh, and he basically just says, you know what? Now is my time. I need to go after that main title. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had Alexander Wolf versus Killian Dane. So early on, Dane's in control. Then uh, Fabian Eichner gets on the apron. Drake Maverick gets up there, too, to try to keep him from getting involved. Uh, Eichner pushes him off, and then Dane boots Eichner to the floor. Uh, this allows Wolf to hit a, a German suplex 
And then Marcel Bartel's kind of giving uh, Wolf the business, slides a chair in the ring, seemingly ordering him to use it. Yeah. So he's about to pick it up. The ref goes over and intercepts. Uh, Wolf kind of hesitates a bit and grabs the chair from the ref, turns, and starts going towards Dane. Killian lays him out with a, a perfect fun splash. Mm-hmm. Perfect fun, fun yeah. splash to get the win. Uh, so Drake Maverick hits the ring, celebrate with Dane for a bit. They leave. Uh, Eichner and Bartel, they help Wolf, Wolf up. They're about to hit their pose when Eichner and Bartel lay out Wolf and hit him with their finish. So after watching this, you just think, okay, at the least, Alexander Wolf just got kicked out of Imperium. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe he's going to do something with Dane and then wake up this morning and find out that he gets released. It's a bummer. Uh, after that, we had a Raquel Gonzalez Dakota Kai interview. Uh, they insist that they can disagree on Raquel showing Mercedes respect, which is what she did, uh, and Kai trying to kick her head off and still be friends. Uh, Dakota Kai says they're going to go after the tag titles next. <laughs> Ever Rise shows up, sort of stir the pot a little bit. Raquel, I swear, wasn't supposed to laugh at this point because it seemed too genuine because uh, yeah. what's his face? What's the, the, uh, the heavier guy? Oh, uh, Martell's is last night. Okay. He like gets in her face like, oh, you look like you want to take a crack at me. <laughs> and she like laughs and steps back and just belts him. Yeah. Belts him so hard and yeah. then and walks off. And I mean, it could have been her laughing in a disrespectful manner, but it just looked too genuine. Like she sort of did a, <laughs> like she sort of, like she was taken off guard by how silly he is. Yeah, but it was really funny, and uh, it was pretty. He's good. like, "Oh, what happened? Oh, you got sucker punched." Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was my face. I think he said that was pretty good. That was pretty funny. Uh, after that, we get Legado del Fantasma versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. This is a really fun match. Uh, Mendoza gets his nose busted open early from a uh, forearm from Champa, and so uh, Champa and Thatcher they're isolating him for a while. Uh, eventually, though, he gets a tag to. Uh, Joaquin Wild. Uh, I think they the match breaks down after that. Everybody's selling. Go to commercial. We come back. Uh, Champa's trying to go for a Willow's Bell on Mendoza. Wild makes the save there, and then Legado starts isolating Champa. Uh, eventually, though, Champa evades a charge from Mendoza. So Mendoza not only posts himself but flies out of the ring. Thatcher gets the tag. He hits both members of Legato with some bellies to belly to bellies. Hits Raul with a suplex. Gets two there. Uh, Mendoza's just isolated for a huge stretch. Just kicking out of everything. So uh, eventually there's some back and forth between him and Ciampa. Ciampa's looking for a fairy tale ending. Raul escapes that. Hits Ciampa with the Shining Wizard. Uh, tags in uh, Joaquin Wild. He hits the suplex. Raul's back and immediately hits line salt. Thatcher breaks up that pin. So Legato's going for their finish. Thatcher pulls Raul out of the ring. Uh, Wild hits Thatcher with a tope, and then as he's trying to get back in the ring, Ciampa hits him with Willow's Bell. Mendoza breaks up the pin there. Uh, Grizzled Young veterans run out. Uh, they hit Ciampa with Ticket to Mayhem on the apron while the rest distracted with something going on between Legato and Thatcher. Thatcher's uh, sent out of the ring. Legato hits their finish on Ciampa for the win, and later on, Regal said they are the number one contenders for the tag titles. They'll be mm-hmm. challenging MSK on June 1st. Two weeks, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Bobby Fish interview. <clears throat> he calls out Lorkin and Dunn. He says, these guys put me out at war games. They sort of do a really, they show a quick gruesome picture of his triceps. Man, that looked nasty. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, he says, and as I was, was sidelined as the Undisputed Era imploded, he says, but I'm back. There's a debt to be paid. Done. You're up first. You and I have unfinished business, and I'm going to finish it. I kind of feel like he should have gone with Lorcan first because that seems like it should be a win for Fish, and then he goes on to Dunn. Well, it seems more likely. A match against Dunn's going to be an L for Bob Fish. It's definitely going to be an L, which is why definitely you get the win first. Exactly. <laughs> and then you get the L. Build up momentum to get the <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't go to the guy you know you're going to win against. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, that, I'm curious. Sorry, I, wonder, I wonder how far Bobby Fish is going to go, you know, being this sort of. I don't know. Least, you know, I mean, he could surprise. He could be like, holy crap. I mean, he's, he's capable of putting on good matches. Yeah, no, he's a really terrific he's a wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So we go back to the spa. Uh, Indy's talking about how it was such a good idea, so relaxing. And then uh, one of the employees of the spa comes in and tells Candace that her, claw, her card was declined. And Candace is all, no, 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 run it again, run it again. And then uh, the, the spa employee says, I have run it several times. I even called the credit card company and they said there was an unpaid expense. And Candace Indy says, oh, it's Austin. Likes to buy his pizzas using the card all the time. And then uh, the spa employee says, no, it's an expense at a florist from three weeks ago. And so it was a really good shot of Candace in the foreground and Indy in the background, just kind of a little bit out of focus. But you can see the light bulb go off. <laughs> She's putting two, two together. She's putting it all together. So yeah. Candace says, no, that doesn't ring a bell. And Indy just says, did Ember or did Shotzi get those flowers from Dexter or was it Candace? And Candace doesn't say a word. And Indy, rather than getting mad at Candace, says, oh, that means Dexter still loves me. Yeah, this was really funny. I really like this. Indy, Indy and Candace are so good. They have such a great chemistry together. They really do. So they really do. over the moon. He still loves me. And then she goes running off and Candace is like, ugh. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this 
when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. She She does a Travolta. Yeah, she does. I love that. I love she said, oh, Austin's always buying pizzas on this credit card. Yeah. Uh, After that, we had a Johnny Gargano promo where I wrote nothing down about it. I'm sure he said he was going to beat Bronson Reed. Yeah, it's just crap talk. Uh, He's going to show Bronson Reed is not his level. He's going to show he's top champion of this brand. A few weeks ago, he left cross lane. He's going to do the same to Reed. He beats the unbeatable, stops the unstoppable tonight. He's going to show Bronson why he's untouchable. Um, uh, I love after the Maggie reminded me of this. Uh, after Beth Phoenix was so happy that index is going to be a thing again, sort of rubbing in Wade Barrett's face. And, uh, and then, yeah, afterwards she tweeted at Dexter to check his DMS. Uh, That was pretty funny, man. Every week I look forward to these Saray matches because she beats the living crap out of her opponent. So this week it was Aaliyah versus Saray. And oh my God, man, that finishing suplex is brutal. Absolutely brutal. And I love Aaliyah's the first person, and it's been what two or three matches now. Three, I think. Three. Is this was this number three? I think so. I think this was number three. Where she smartly, when she was, you know, they the, Saray loves to do things. They're 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 sitting down, they're up against the ropes, right? Yeah. Instead of just taking it head on, Aaliyah like rolled with the kick. So that she sort of like went back with it, which seems a lot safer than just immediately getting whiplash from Saray's like yeah, drop yeah, kick, which is insane. The face, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that exploder suplex she uses the as her finisher is 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 like comparable to carrying across the Saito suplex and level of velocity and violence behind it. It is, but they, she drops them even higher up on their shoulders. It's like, mm-hmm. oh god. Yeah. Oh, it's rough. But as yeah, we say, that she, looks like that sucks. She kills people. It's great. Yeah. So Saray got the win over Aaliyah. It was a hell of an outfit that uh, Robert Stone had on. Last oh, night. my God. He looked great. Yeah. 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 Uh, we get a quick shot scene Ember promo. They still got beef with Candice and Indy. They say it's far from over. Uh, take issue with Raquel and Dakota Kai saying, hey, we want to shot those tag titles. Essentially, they're saying they're, they're stripping things down uh, and starting over as a team. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the point. Yep. Yep. They're in, they're in Shotzi's workshop and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, from Hit Row, I guess this is going to be their tag team, Ashanti, the Adonis, and Top Dalla, who had a ski mask on his way great. out. God, that was, that was so good. I have been looking. I wanted some. I've been wanting somebody to wear a ski mask to the ring for so long now. It's great. Um, I really need to check out that WWE Treasures, Treasure Show, which apparently he hosts because um, I've heard really good things yes. about that. Uh, but they they took on Tony Nese and Davari uh, from 205, 205 OG originals. Um, I loved that immediately they are establishing the character dynamic, how uh, Adonis is a hothead. A hothead. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Love he's, it. A, he's a loose cannon because he's got, I forget who, I think Nice in the corner just like blasting away on him. And the ref starts counting. And as soon as he gets to like four and a half, Top Dollar, who's trying to like reason with Adonis, like we're about to get DQ'd, he tags him in or he tags himself in to stop the ref because the ref at that point's like, okay, we got the tag. And then Adonis keeps on doing it. Top Dollar's like, dude, back up, back up. He gets well, like, like uh, yeah, he chucks him out of the corner and uh, and then uh, Ashanti super kicks. Yes. Mari. Yeah. He's like, get out of here. He, he, yeah. He's like, come on, you got to get away. 
and like with one fluid motion, great. he's being removed great. from the scene by Top Dollar, and he goes into a super kick against like Davari or something. Top Dollar like loads both guys up on him, drops them both, uh, and then hits uh, hits that finish of his. Yeah, it's like a reverse TKO kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Davari, I think I forget mm-hmm. it was Davari or Nice mm-hmm. for it was three. Davari, yeah. But uh, but immediately, I love the dynamic here. I think this is really really good stuff. I'm looking forward to. Hit row so far they've done everything perfectly, perfectly with these guys from their yeah. from and their first afterwards. interview I like, vignettes to everything. I like the, the dynamic of the promo where it's back and forth. Yeah, the camera work is really good too. Yeah, they all you know have we're their one. Piece. You know, they, they each have their their verses essentially mm-hmm. because that's how it's structured. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of it, uh, Swerve says, "I don't care uh, who wins main event tonight. Keep my eyes. Whoever walks out of that cage is North American champ." Yeah. Dude, Reed, Reed versus Hit Row. They got history. That's going to be good stuff. That's mm-hmm. going to be really good stuff. Yeah, and there's mm-hmm. plenty of there's plenty of pieces there yep. uh, to play with. Uh, we get a quick William Regal interview. He's uh, talking about the title pictures. Uh, that's where he mentions that Legato will get a tag title shot June 1st. Uh, he says he's eager to see who steps up to face Raquel. He says he's bringing in new cruiserweights to challenge Kushida. And then next week we'll get Ember and Shotzi versus Raquel. And Dakota Kai, you'd assume the winner of this would be number one contender for the tag title. This is a great point here. Gareth makes this uh, in chat. He says, I like when they say the heat rises and the camera pans up to look at the ceiling. And when it comes back down, they're in their squad position. You know, mm-hmm. they're all posed in their position. Whereas before before the camera went up, they're all apart. And they really strong, thought out, well thought out stuff. And it's mm-hmm. only going to get better. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, and then we get our main event, Bronson Reed versus John Gargano in the cage. Uh, really fun match. Some pretty crazy spots that Samoa drop off the second rope. Uh, as we like to say, it looks like it sucked. Yeah, dude. Uh, that sunset flip powerbomb by oh, Gargano did off the cage. God. That was great. He's that so fluid awesome. with that stuff. Man. I know. I he know. is so crisp and so fluid. And later on, uh, Reed hits a powerbomb off the top two. How'd you like Gargano's attempt at that slingshot spear that I love that. I love that. It was great, wasn't it? It was like Just, sloppy, but they. it was like, okay. Wade Barrett said it perfectly. He was like, his his ring IQ is generally unmatched, but he's in a cage, which you're not in very often, and so you don't think that you're going to get stuck in that position. I thought I it was those great. Little, little details I thought were great. Yeah, yeah. Great. So towards the end, uh, Reed catches uh, Gargano while he's trying to do one final beat. He tosses Gargano into the cage. He starts crawling to the door. So let uh, me back up a little bit. So Just make uh, sure you get the nat- the poison Ron in there. Yeah. <laughs> Gargano gave Reed a poison Rana. I've never seen one like that, man. That was amazing. That was crazy. So uh, Gargano, I'll back up a little bit. Gargano's trying to leave through the door, and Austin Theory is trying to pull him out. Uh, Reed ends up pulling Gargano back in, sits on his chest. He looks to go out through the door, and Theory's holding the door shut. So Reed shoves the door open in the process, smashes Theory against the side of the cage. Uh, so when he turns around, John hits a super kick, follows with the poison Rana. Uh, he goes for one final beat. Reed catches it, tosses Gargano to the cage, and he's crawling to the door, and that's when Austin Theory slams the door to Reed's head. Uh, Gargano follows with a tornado DDT. That gets him a two. And so Gargano's climbing up. Uh, Reed's trying to keep him in. Hits the super power bomb. Reed then starts climbing up. So Theory's climbing on the other side of the cage. Um, the, the fence is him. Uh, and the Gargano kind of parallel. And so Reed knocks Theory off, knocks Gargano off. Gargano's crawling towards the door, and then Reed hits him with a splash to his back. 
Oh man, yeah. And and, and, and then, Gargano had done the thing where he's sort of like not on his hands and knees necessarily, but he 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 makes it look even more brutal. He's not just prone. He's not just laying there. Yeah, he's, he's sort of like up crawling. But yeah. yeah, he's crawling. So Reed smashes him down. Yeah, it looked great. And then Reed goes up, hits another splash to get the win. New North American champion. Uh, pretty awesome stuff. Really great. Really, really great stuff. Loved it. Uh, uh, you want to do an AEW preview real quick? Yeah, sure. What do we got going on tonight? That's on tonight. We got the Young Bucks defend the tag titles against Varsity Blondes. Uh, the acclaimed versus Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. You see, Moxley's got a book coming out. I did see that. That's great. That could be interesting. Uh, Anthony Agogo versus Austin Gunn. Uh, Austin Gunn will, is going to get punched in the gut tonight for sure. Dude, I hope they run that piss boy promo. It was really good. God, it was dang really good. it, that was good. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to seeing more of that Cody Agogo stuff. Because I want to understand if Cody thinks he's the good guy here. Yes. If, if he actually believes that in this day and age you can cut a promo like that and consider yourself the good guy. I know. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Rebel. And then Steve's favorite wrestler, Christian Cage, taking on Matt Seidel. I'm Team Taz for life. And Taz is going to be on commentary. Are you going to be Are you gonna be the third Matt Seidel, uh, Seidel brother uh, for this match? Steve Seidel. Yeah, dude. Steve Absolutely. Seidel. You know, look at my, there you go. my third eye right here. <laughs> it's in there. It might be a zit. I don't know. <laughs> Jay Singh here with the uh, question on the Patreon thread says, so I messed up my knee not too long ago. It's okay now. And now whenever I watch wrestling, I feel myself wincing whenever they work their knees. This in conjunction with having also watched Dark Side of the Ring and Beyond the Mat, I also find myself getting worried for a wrestler's safety. I still love wrestling, but sometimes I genuinely worry for these guys. Is that weird? No, it's not yep. weird at all. We talk about that quite extensively on the show. Whenever, yep. whenever anybody does a moonsault from the top to the floor, I am like, I expect their knees to literally explode into flames. Yep. Because yeah. it freaks me out so much, and I, I I do genuinely worry about, you know, we've said it before, they they're putting their bodies on the line for our entertainment, mm -hmm. and I I understand that they're grown adults and they can, you know, this is the profession they've chosen. They understand the risks involved, yep. but I want them to to have ha happy, healthy lives. Agreed, agreed. So, I can't watch yeah. really can't really watch deathmatch wrestling because every spot is an anxiety attack for me. That first, the, the the like the first fifteen minutes of the last Dark Side was tough the to Cage watch. One, yeah, I know. really really tough to watch. And I don't, I honestly, I I understand what he's talking about when he explains the appeal, but I don't understand personally that mindset. I can't empathize with that mindset. I don't understand putting yourself through that for what you get back. And and it it freaks me out big time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, IML says I was so whatever about Everrise, but they really won me over. And King CTM says this one promo got me into Everrise. Their oh, dynamics really good. They're great. They're they're if if Kevin Owens is is uh, he's been so vocally supportive of them. Yeah. You you know you know it's going to be good. You just and he he tweeted about uh, Hit Row last night too. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Matushek. So yeah, they announced that there's going to be a million dollar face off next week between Grimes and right. DiBiase. Uh, he says, "What do you think that's going to be like? Will wrestling be involved, or will it be a battle of wits?" Uh, latter. It's going to be the latter, but I think, God dang it, I for honestly, I apologize. I forget if it was Meltzer or Sean or somebody 
had mentioned that uh is not opposed to doing some limited physical stuff. He's done oh. some of that stuff like in certain indie matches over the over the past couple of years where he'll put on, you know, the uh the the uh the tuxedo? No, the hold. The uh Oh, the million dollar dream. Yeah, thank you. Golly. I knew it was a million dollar something. Um where he'll do okay. that. So it wouldn't surprise me given that he's won the battle of wits, he might get Grimes in the million dollar dream. Uh, and then maybe announce a proxy. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe a partnership will be formed. That could be. Uh, Star Sailbot, what is Austin Theory's go-to pizza order? Cheese. Cheese. Pizza. Cheese. Cheese. Cheese pizza. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> the preference of it. The 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 preference of any child. Uh, I'm L says it's not just telling him to to back up. Top Dollar was like, I got this. Right. Yeah. Love this group. Yeah. Hammond Serrano says, is Candace LeRae entitled to suing the massage parlor for having that insane amount of information about her credit card? Well, I think uh, it'd be, she'd have to take that up with the credit card company for divulging that much information. To that's exactly what it is. The there's there, yeah. That whoever was giving that information didn't show up day one at a bank where they t- tell you, teach you about privacy info. Like it was 20 years ago for me. And even I understand that stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no chance. Yeah, no credit card company would ever say, any of that stuff. To- and I don't believe having uh, that there is no such thing as a credit card being declined for an unpaid, an unpaid expense. I know. I think it was an American express. And I believe the idea of those, uh, but that's still the case you, is you have to pay that off. Monthly. Yeah. American express. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a good point. So maybe, yeah. Okay. Maybe that is the case then. Cause okay. I thought that too. And it looked like the card was green. Ah, if it was an those Amex American card, Express. yeah, I don't mess yeah. with those things. <laughs> I do not. not a, a charge card, not a credit card. Exactly, yeah. Leave the American Express alone. Uh, night by night, Amazon Prime recently offered you a lucrative contract to shoot a pilot for a new sitcom. They want you as the lead, but still need some extra star power to help sell the show to new viewers. What NXT superstar would you ask to play your quirky roommate? Walter. <laughs> What a great answer. I was going to say the obvious one would be Cameron Grimes. I'd go with Indy. I think Indy has tons of like comedic talent. So I'd go with Indy Hartwell. This is a, uh, Dang MQ says, Seth Rollins appeared at the bump wearing a velour bathrobe and sunglasses. So it still looked amazing. I saw a gif of that and Adam Cole looked like he was trying his best not to laugh. But I think yeah. he was still laughing. <laughs> says he yelled at Adam Cole for supporting Cesaro. Yeah, I'll probably have to watch that. Uh, Wolfpack for life. What will Aaliyah's breaking point be with Robert Stonebrand? She doesn't seem like she's even getting close to that point. No, I, I, think, would, she, I, would, I think she's for life. It seems that way. Uh, true world order. Where does horsewoman versus horsewoman fit in the power rank of T's matches that never happened? What a great idea for a video. Yeah. Teased matches that never happened. That's a great one. Where does that rank? God, I'll be honest. Probably pretty high. Probably pretty high. We never got Bray versus Triple H for the title either. Remember that? Yeah. One? That was a tease, that. tease right there. Tease that, that. that crowd was freaking out over that one. Yeah, man. I got goosebumps from that moment. Same. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that'd, be, that'd be pretty high. Moses supposedly has a good question. Who should Saray's first feud be with? Mercedes Martinez. That'd be good. Yeah. They could kill they would kill each other. 
They've probably had matches together. Awesome. Uh, King CTM, if Dexter ever goes to SmackDown, do you think his gimmick could succeed if they have him draw characters to people he wants to fight, gets the IC title, and then suddenly he becomes the haunted... Oh, the hunted. Sorry, the hunted triggering a character evolution or am I too hopeful for Dexter's future? There's a lot of fantasy booking you're doing there. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a cool idea. Yeah. I don't know. They got to figure something out to do to flesh his character out. I mean, I feel like they're they're really trying. They're right really now. trying with this 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 thing with Indy. They're mm-hmm. trying. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, know. this is good. Alex C says, "How much do you hope Theory and Indy stay kayfabe siblings for the rest of their WWE careers?" <laughs> I really hope so. I really do. I think they're both going to go really far. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Oh wow, here we go. Thomas Austin Jr. Stephen Larson randomly show up on NXT. They call out everyone and challenge a group of NXT roster members. The next takeover going in raw is in a two on three tag match. Who would be your third man? So NXT, so we got like two guys versus us two and a third. I think Champa and Thatcher. Thatcher's from Sacramento. Wait, there's two of us. We need to add a third, though. There's two of us, and we get a third, but we're challenging two guys. Oh, so we're challenging Champa and Thatcher? Yeah, right, right. Saying? Yeah. Okay. But then okay. we get a third. We get a third. Can we call? Can we call up Keith Lee and, and see if he wants to come back to NXT? Well, I can tell you who it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be Kyle O'Reilly. He, that bugged the crap out of me. This cool Kyle stuff has got to go. Um. Oh, Karen says, bring me. Well, you're not a NXT roster member yet, Karen. So we're, we got we have to choose somebody on the roster. Lou, I I understand you fight kangaroos, but you're not an NXT roster let's, member. Let's do Bronson Reed. Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster, since NXT has a lot of heel factions, what face faction should be formed? Reed. Shane Thorne. That's good. Was Reed part of uh, that, that? I think they have history. I Do they? they okay. The, I think so. The, what is it? The Mighty Don't Kneel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Kurt Stallion. There you go. All right. Yeah, Karen confirms he was in TMDK. Yeah, Kurt. All right. Hey, guys. What's going on? What are happening to that guy? Is he still on 205? I think he's on 205. All right. I'm on 205. All right. Uh, King CTM, what do you guys think about the backlash tweet Ricochet sent out? I'm a lot less likely to root for that guy now, to be honest with you. Clown. Can't be saying that stuff, man. Clown. Talk like, uh, come on, bro. You're going to talk about Io Shirai? You're going to talk about, Io, like, he's going to talk about Io Shirai? Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, we should have uh, Brendan Vink in our face faction, too. I That guy's not a face, though. That guy's a bad guy. 
Is he? We only saw him like twice on Raw, and that was like a year ago. I think he. I think his YouTube series is something like "I'm a bad guy" or something. I think that oh. dude's like born to be a heel. I don't think that oh, guy wants pay to be. Uh, I'm just trying to do something, so it's not a question, but I'd love to see Roman, Jay, and Jimmy after he's on board with the group and Heyman interact with The Way or Hit Row. Hit Row's great. great. <laughs> yeah, great. he's got his series is called Dark Side of the Smug. Oh, all right. And it's like a Dark Side of the Ring sort of parody, I think. <clears throat> well, I'll just throw his name out there. Obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, he's a really tall guy, though. Yes, I feel no. I feel like he's. I feel like he's the kind of guy who he'll make a great heel when he comes out, like when he's featured, and then he'll just have to turn. I think he's got a lot of charisma. He'll probably end up turning mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. Alex C, do you think a mixed face heel alignment faction could work? Uh, in the right circumstance with the right personalities, I think so. It's it's okay. So hit row. I I mean I know Swerve Swerve definitely feels like a heel, right? Adonis, if he's going to be a guy who's just you know endlessly wanting to be the crapper, but is anybody going to take Top Dollar as a heel? <laughs> like, dude, that guy. You you do cool shit. You're super charismatic. Nobody's going to boo that guy. Nobody's going to boo. Nobody's going to boo Hit Row. Yeah. Nobody's gonna boo them. Um, like uh, the the factions in New Japan. Like, there's times where Yano is a heel. I mean, not so much these days. He's like so much of the comedy stuff. But yeah, he wins matches via low blow all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, Bernables, Yeah, they're supposed to be. Yeah. They're supposed to be bad guys. But come on, nobody's gonna boo them. Yeah, I know. So, like, I feel like in New Japan, that's something they do. Where you know, there's people who align together it doesn't necessarily mean they're all faces or all heels you know yeah uh, I am elves who would you like to see Reed get help uh, or get to help him with hit row all the people we just named Brendan Vink uh-huh. Shane Thorne yeah Tony Storm mm-hmm. Saray I mean honestly just send Saray over there she'll just kill everybody like she's dangerous I'm not saying I don't like in character, she's dangerous. She is terrifying, and she just smiles the whole time. I know, I know. <laughs> Karen says an Australian invasion with Saray. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shendo. Now that Gargano has lost the North American Championship, should he, in theory, concentrate on becoming WWE's second ever father-son tag team? <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a huge yes. Huge yes. Uh, one more question. Well, that's actually all the questions we have. <laughs> Tony V. Saray can be like Mike Awesome joined Team Canada. Hey, you guys need to check out Wrestling With Regrets Mike Awesome video. I'm in it for a brief moment. It's a really good video, too. Uh, Crossface Chicken Stain says, when fans come back, who is going to get an unsuspecting reaction that NXT didn't plan on? I know Gargano's talked about he doesn't know how fans would react to the way. I mean, there's fans there at NXT, but you know how much of the reaction is piped in. 
So versus genuine. I get the feeling, and maybe speaking of Karen, she's been to full sale quite a bit. Also, uh, Rebecca's yes. been at full sale quite a bit. I don't think she's here right now. But um, so there is generally a decent mix of, hey, who do we actually like, regardless of the heel face spectrum? And who are we playing along with in terms of the heel face spectrum, what they want from us, what we're supposed to mm -hmm, do? Mm -hmm. um, I wonder what kind of reaction Cross is going to get. I am just, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to play along with Cross being a big monster. Um, his wrestling has improved. If his wrestling mm -hmm. has continued to be what it was when he first came out, I get the feeling. Oh, she says there's a cheer manager guy who tries to get people to cheer and boo. Yeah, but do you guys like pay attention to that? Do you guys try to honor that, or are you just like do what you want to do? Just do what I want to do. I want people. The thing to about me. Cross though is they're not really positioning him as face. I mean, he's like pretty much a tweener at this juncture. You know, sure. he's just more force of nature as opposed yeah. to face or heel. You think Anton Shigeru would be booed or cheered? He's like Walter, isn't he? Or is he more sinister than Walter? He's terrifying. He is. He is terrifying. He is more sinister than Walter. So Karen says, when Johnny fought Theory pre the way, we were told to boo Johnny, but we cheered. Okay. All right. Hmm. Yeah, Kushida's going to have the fans. Yeah, Kushida's going to get oh, yeah. great reactions. He's Kushida. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, interesting. This is a good one. White Brownie says he thinks MSK is going to get booed. I don't know about that. I mean, there was. I mean, it's hard to tell because yeah, there was that one group of people a few weeks back yeah, that, that was booing weird. Him. But I don't know if that's going to be the larger thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think so people good. are more likely to revolt against the few people booing MSK. Potentially. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. LDF will get cheers. Oh, yeah. They're so good. Yeah. Oh, man. Jimmy Thomas has it. Cool Kyle. He's got to get booed, right? He, that, shit's, that shit can't fly. Like, you can't do that and think you're going to get cheered. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking with that. <laughs> All right. Hey, Twitch chat, stick around. We're going to hang out a little bit more. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hopefully, you'll hang out with us tonight as we recap a you. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks so much for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.